Before we dive into today's episode about love, I want to take a moment to thank our amazing partner for the Advent series, the Christian Standard Bible, or the CSB. It's a translation of the Bible that's readable and trustworthy, and there are so many options available, different styles and cover designs, and a wide variety of extra features that serve as a resource for the way you engage with God's Word. They have options like the Lifeway Women's Bible. They specifically created this version with women in mind, so it contains word studies and character profiles that are so illuminating, along with articles from a bunch of our friends like Priscilla Shire and Kelly Minter, Jennifer Rothschild, Lisa Harper. The list goes on and on. So visit lifeway.com slash CSB to see all of the CSB Bibles you can choose from and use the code TSF to save an extra $10 off any order over $40. Since there are already great holiday discounts on these Bibles, this is a really awesome deal. Again, that's lifeway.com slash CSB and use the code TSF like that sounds fun for $10 off any order over $40. Hi, friends. Welcome to a very special episode of That Sounds Fun. It is the fourth and final week of our Advent series. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today. I have loved podcasting with you every day for the last three and a half weeks. It's been awesome. So Advent that we are celebrating is a season that actually began four weeks ago, four Sundays ago, and it marks the time that the church slows down to look forward to celebrating Jesus, to when he first came to earth on Christmas and also to his promised return. And as we wait, there are gifts for us, gifts for us right now. And we're focusing on those gifts, hope, peace, joy, and love, each represented by an Advent candle that we light together. And so the past couple of weeks, we've talked about hope and about peace and about joy. If you didn't catch those, I definitely encourage you to go back and listen. And this week is all about love. No matter how much of it we have, I think we can all stay in some more love. I'm so excited to keep walking through these days together. So be sure you're following along in the Advent Series Guidebook, where you can find the scriptures we reference and the questions, prompts, based to journal. You can find the guidebook and all of our other Advent resources at AnnieFDowns.com slash Advent. Okay, let's get back to our conversations about love. So welcome to the Advent series, Love Day 2, Fall in Love with Your Life. So my friend Jenny Katrin is a leader of leaders. And when she was on staff at our church, she gathered a group of women, many like me, who were young in their careers or in their leadership. And I think she may have been the first person to ever read me a Bible verse from the message version, honestly. And I remember early in our weekly gatherings, she shared these verses with us. And this is Galatians 6, verses 4 and 5 in the message version. Make a careful exploration of who you are and the work you have been given. And then sink yourself into that. Don't be impressed with yourself. Don't compare yourself with others. Each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best you can with your own life. Explore who you are. Explore the work you've been given. Sink yourself into it. The theme of this scripture is a theme of conversations I have all the time with friends and with the people I disciple and with my counselor and my mentor about my own life. And it is the top question I get asked at live events when we do a Q&A section. Annie, what would you say to your 20-year-old self? Or what would you say to your 30-year-old self? Or what would you say to your younger self? And my answer is always the same. 
wear your retainers. I'm telling you, I will tell you first and foremost, wear your retainers. Your parents already paid for braces. Just wear your retainers. Then you won't be, I don't know, 40 paying for your own Invisalign. You wouldn't have to, Annie, if you'd have worn your retainers. So that's my first answer. When people say, what would you tell your younger self? The next answer is I always say to people, what advice would I give to a 20 year old? What would I tell my younger self? Fall in love with your life. Fall in love with your life. No one's life is perfect. And honestly, not a lot of people's lives are easy. You've heard me say this before, like my life isn't hard, but this year has been a hard version of my life. No one's life is easy. We are all both blessed and heartbroken. We are both thankful and disappointed. We are all both gifted and lacking. But what if you fall in love with the life that you have? It doesn't have to be fast. I'm definitely not going to should you. You know I don't like that. But what if you carried the gift of love into next year? And it was a goal of yours, like literally on your list of goals for next year to fall in love with the life that you have, with the story you are living, the people, the places, and the things that God has for you right here and right now. What if like drops of myrrh oil, you just let love drip slowly through your life next year. Again, Galatians 6 verses 4 and 5 make a careful exploration of who you are and the work you've been given and then sink yourself into that. Don't be impressed with yourself. Don't compare yourself with others. Each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best you can with your own life. So how do we fall in love with the life we have? Make a careful exploration of who you are. Don't judge. Make an exploration of who you are. When I went to Israel during October, we kept going to these sites where they were um, excavating places, even like King David City. They're not judging the location. They're just exploring it. Right? You not you have to explore without judging, even in your own life. Don't assume things. Don't judge things. Just explore. What do you love? Like, what do you really love? What matters most to you? As our friend Emily P. Freeman says, what makes you cry? Pay attention to what makes you cry. Make a careful exploration of who you are. And then make a careful exploration of the work you've been given. We talked about this in the Peace with God, day four of the week on peace. If you want to go back and think about that a little bit more, listen to that one again. Make a careful exploration of the work you've been given. What or who gets your mornings? What or who gets your days? And what or who gets your evenings? And then sink yourself into it. 
right? I, I think about um, ball pits, like at McDonald's. I don't think they have them there anymore. But like at uh, Chuck E. Cheese or those kind of places where there's just a massive ball pit. When you sink yourself into it, you know exactly the feeling, right? You're, you're thinking the same feeling I'm feeling, where it's a little bit gross, but it's really cool. <laughs> That's what I think of when I was like nine. But sinking yourself into it, you, you can imagine whether it's your bed after a cold day when you go and sink yourself into your bed or sink yourself into a hot tub, sink yourself into a ball pit. Fall in love with your life. Right? And to really fall in love with your life, we got to look at the rest of that verse. So explore who you are, explore your work and sink yourself into it. Like go for it, give yourself to it. But let's talk about the second part of that verse. I'm going to read it to you again. This is Galatians chapter six, verses four and five. Make a careful exploration of who you are and the work you've been given and then sink yourself into that. Don't be impressed with yourself. Don't compare yourself with others. Each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best you can with your own life. So not only does it look like falling in love with the life that we have looks like exploring ourselves and our work and sinking into that. It also looks like just don't be impressed with yourself. Don't be impressed with yourself. It can be surprisingly easy to be impressed with yourself. But here's the thing I like to remember that I'll remind you is that I have like absolute perfect attendance to my sins. I haven't missed one of them. I have had to slash gotten to live with myself every day. I haven't missed a thing. So like, don't be impressed with yourself. You know the parts that no one else knows. You know the things that no one else has seen. You know everything you've had to confess. Don't be impressed with yourself, right? And then also don't compare yourselves to others either way. Don't put yourself above like you're impressed, but don't put yourself below either. Don't compare your life to others. There's a quote that goes around all the time that I think is attributed mostly to Stephen Furtick, where he says, you're comparing your behind the scenes footage with someone else's highlight reel. And that is true a lot on social media if not just in our normal lives outside of the internet too. When you put your phone down, when you close your computer, you can still compare yourself. Don't compare yourself to other. And in fact, you know, the other thing I would say to help you fall in love with your life is don't compare yourself to other versions of you. I don't know that it ever really serves us to, to go anywhere else in our lives except today, right? Jesus tells us not to worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's got enough trouble of its own. But also I would say like, explore yourself and explore your life and sink yourself into it. But you don't need to spend all sorts of time comparing yourself to who you used to be and how you used to do it. Just do the best with what you've got. That's what the scripture says next. Do the creative best you can with your own life, with whatever you've been handed. And it's why we can't be impressed with ourselves and why we shouldn't compare ourselves to others is because the call on your life is to do the creative best with your life, not anyone else's. And in fact, my creative best in this career is not my creative best when I was teaching elementary school. So if I compared even my own calling from where I am right now, from where I was a decade ago, doesn't serve me. So we go to our today 
and we don't get impressed with ourselves because we know us. And we don't compare ourselves to our peers, to our friends, to our mentors, to our mentees, and to former versions of ourselves. We just don't compare. We don't compare. And then we do our creative best with the life we've been given to date. This is how you fall in love with your life. This is how you do it. This is how you fall in love with your life is you just go with what you've been given. You run hard after what God has put in front of you right now. After your careful exploration of yourself, after your careful exploration of the work you've been given and sinking into it, this is how you fall in love with your life. Oh, friends, right? Let's make a careful exploration together. There are some good questions for you to process about falling in love with your life and your Advent series guidebook. And if you process better with others, I get it. So go share your thoughts and responses with our other friends in the Advent series private Facebook group. You can get access to all of that at AnnieFDowns.com slash Advent. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. I will do the same. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about how to look for love. And I cannot wait. We'll see y'all then.